going on, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast. Um, different kind of podcast. I'm recording this on a Sunday evening after the Jets' 26-0 loss against the Denver Broncos um, at Mile High Stadium in Denver. It's really rough. Um, it, it's getting really rough, you know. 0-3 start. I'm not sure if many expected, you know, we expected the on three start. Didn't expect it to be like this, right? You didn't expect a blowout loss. You didn't expect to score, you know, six average points per game. It's it's ridiculous. It, it's it's you're in the right to be upset. You're in the right to criticize the coaching staff, to criticize the offensive line, the defense, basically everybody on the team. I think it gets better from here. I don't think you could really get worse than what we saw on Sunday. Nor do I think you can get any worse than the offensive game plan that you also saw on Sunday from Michael Floor, who, I'm going to be 100% honest, has not really shown me anything more than Gase has shown me in the past you know, two years that Gase ran this team. Um, offensive game plan's vanilla. It's not creative. Um, I don't know if this has anything to do with, you know, the inexperience from Wilson or the offensive line not being able to gel because the pass protection today was absolutely horrific. Um, you know, wide receivers dropping passes, Corey Davis with three drops, you know, you had guys not really creating separation, Elijah Moore out with a concussion. Um, he could be out for a couple weeks, he's week to week. Um it's tough. And, you know, you never want to, I never want to post this kind of podcast. I never want to do an instant reaction ever again, unless it's, you know, a blowout win, hopefully in the future, but it's, it's looking bleak. Um, it's tough. It's really, really tough to be a Jet fan. It's week in and week out. We expect the same stuff. You know, we expect competitive football. We expect the team to, you know, you don't even have to win. Just put points on the board Every single week, we expect the same thing, and it just doesn't come to fruition. And this team doesn't, they don't perform. They never perform. Like, like they can't, they can't score points. You're an NFL offense in 2021. You have to be able to score more than zero points. You have to be able to score more than six points, more than 13 points. You, You can't consistently put up single digits in the scoring category. Every single week. Like, I don't care about the excuses Robert Sala gave about playing good defenses and playing good offenses and playing good teams. So you're basically calling your team terrible at the end of the day. That that's what that means. You're basically calling your team not you're you're calling your team uncompetitive, basically. You're you're saying your team cannot compete with the best. And I think in this league, you have to be able to compete with the best. Like, I don't care how bad you are. I feel like every team should be able to compete with each other to a certain degree. And they just, just can't over these past couple of years, they just can't compete. And I don't know what, I really don't know what it is. They've had years to try to fix this roster. They've had, I know Joe Douglas is in year two of the rebuild. He's trying to still fix McCagney's roster and you know, the turnover, he's basically almost done. He's basically almost done with the McCagnan turnover, right? He, he's he's brought in a bunch of his own players. He paid a ton in free agency this past year. I know guys like Carl Lawson and you know Vinny Curry went down with injury and Lamarcus Joyner's out, but this roster is talented enough to compete with a Denver Broncos team that yeah they're two and zero, but they play teams like the Jacksonville Jaguars and New York Giants. 
And like, it just doesn't make any sense how, how you can just drop zero points. I understand you were in Denver, you know, Mile High Stadium, their home opener. It was very loud, very tough environment to play in. I understand, but it's not an excuse to put up zero points. There's never an excuse to drop zero points ever. Like, I don't care who, I don't care how bad the team is. You're an NFL team. You're a professional football team. There's no excuse. So, you know, this rant is not because, you know, I stopped believing this rant. It's not because I'm not a fan anymore. It's just, it's, it's, it's come to a point where we've gone through enough and it's come to a point where, you know, it feels like it's the same thing every single week where it's just, you, you have this optimism in the middle of the week, starting on like Wednesday or Thursday after, you know, the blowout loss the previous week, you start to get optimistic for that Sunday game. You're like, Oh, maybe the Jets can cover. Maybe the Jets can cover the plus 11 spread. Some, something crazy like that, because I know the Jets were, you know, 10 plus 10.5 underdogs or some stupid number, but it's, it's come to a point where it's just like, you know, enough is enough. And it's just like, you got to put a product on the football field that's going to be able to compete week in, week out. And we haven't seen a competitive team since 2015. And those were just a bunch of veterans that came in and, you know, all meshed really well right away and just put 10 wins on the board without making the playoffs. And it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate that, you know, six years has passed and the Jets have really gone nowhere. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just, it's ridiculous. You know, bright new coaching staff with Sala and Mike LaFleur and Zach Wilson, a quarterback. And it's just, the optimism is still there. Like, no, I don't think any Jet fan has given up on Zach Wilson. I don't think any Jet fan for three games has written off Robert Sala or Mike LaFleur. I just think they expected to see more after an hyped up offseason and after, you know, a preseason where they, they you know, really, you know, injected hope into this fan base and injected hope into this team and players really bought in. It felt like a lot of players like Sheldon Rankins and CJ Mosley and guys like Corey Davis, they bought into the Robert Sala philosophy and it feels like they played like it in week one and they played like it in week two a little bit. Um, you know, you, you saw, you saw the effort at least. I didn't see effort today. I didn't see effort against the Broncos. Maybe I saw defense. I saw the defense, you know, hold their own for the majority of the game. You know, they gave up 26 points, but at the end of the day, you know, two Wilson turnovers, you're not going to be able to keep your defense on the field for 90 minutes in 90 degree heat. Like it's just not going to happen. So I don't really know. It, it, it's, it's come to a point where it's just enough is enough and you, you just want to see competitive football. And, you know, I don't think you're going to get that against Tennessee. Um, I don't think you're going to get that. I hope you get it against the Falcons, but they beat the Giants today and they look like the better football team than the Jets do. So you would hope that they can come out and, you know, up tempo. The offense has to get figured out. The offensive line has to get figured out. You know, it's just, it's come to a point where everything just has to mesh and we just haven't seen that yet. And I'm hoping to see that in the next couple of weeks because it's, it's going downhill fast, and you don't want to talk about draft picks in the month of October. No NFL team does, but it's getting to the point where the Jets are already talking about, you know, drafting in the top five, which is just it's it's abysmal. The fact that, you know, no one expected 
11 wins. Like, no one expected nine wins. No one expected seven wins. I just expected, you know, I'm pretty sure my prediction was like 5-11 or 5-12, I guess it is now. But just competitive football. Competitive, hard-nosed football where it's just like, you know, yeah, the Jets are coming into town. Like, we can't. We have to prepare. We can't just skip over them because they're a team that can really beat us. They're a team that we have to game plan for and we have to scheme for, but it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like teams are too scared of the, uh, too scared of the New York Jets. It doesn't it doesn't feel like that. So that's my rant. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'll be back Wednesday for a preview podcast. Uh, but yeah, it's unfortunate that I had to make one of these. It's just it's where the organization is at the very moment and things have got better. They always do. I feel like they get, they get a little better from, you know, I mean, we're absolutely bottom of the barrel right now. So only really things can only go up at this point. I mean, I'll be a barring an injury, but knock on wood with that. So, um, you know, make sure uh, you follow my Instagram at New York Jets game plan at New York Jets game plan on Twitter to get some more, uh, content on the New York Jets. If you need it right now, uh, try to cope with some of you guys on there. Um, as well as check out some of my stuff on the jet press, I do write weekly scouting report articles on the teams, the Jets first weekly. So appreciate you guys checking that out. So without further ado, I am Tyler and I will see you in the coming days.